0: my truck
1: Big trouble in little China
0: welcome to episode 6 of the greatest podcast on earth less than average. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the cult classic Big Trouble in Little China, directed by John Carpenter. That'll be the main feature of the film, but first, as always, we'll get into our news. You, uh, what you got?
1: Um, yeah, a couple things. Nothing too, too crazy. Just some stuff I saw. Um, Halloween Ends is out, and I wanted to kind of bring that up. Uh, I like Jamie Lee Curtis a lot. I think she's really cool that she's kind of back in the franchise, and I'm just kind of was wondering if it is the last Halloween. You know, they always say, like... This is gonna be the last one. I think it is. From yeah.
0: everything that I've heard, I've also seen. I mean, this is Twitter, so I'll take that with a grain of salt. It's been quite divisive on whether or not people actually like the movie right. or not.
1: So, I was gonna ask if you were into it. Like, would you go see it? I haven't seen any of like the the, newer the newest yeah, stuff. Mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Like the newest I've seen is like Rob Zombies. So that yeah. was like what two thousand seven wow, or some shit like that. Uh, so no, I'll, I'll watch them. I'm down. Yeah. I like uh, like horror movies. Tis the month. To Tis watch the season. That's spooky true. Spooky ones. Um, I guess I'll start. We'll go bad news first. Okay. Um, rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Most famously known for playing Hagrid in the Harry Potter films. Uh, he was also in a bunch of well, two James Bond movies as well. Uh, a bunch of other movies I haven't seen, but um, yeah, rest in peace. It's a it's a big loss. I don't know if Harry Potter would have been Harry Potter without him as
1: Hagrid. Well, and I saw something that said like when they were talking about casting they obviously, because uh, What's Her Name was involved enough that they asked her, like, who who do you think? And she was like, boom, Robbie Coltrane. And, like, that was who she wanted. That's who she saw. Yeah. And, like, it worked. And it's it's hard for us to think of anyone else. Like, he is Hagrid.
0: Well, it's also, it's nice that we were able to get him through the whole franchise.
1: Yeah, Whereas, you're right. Like,
0: with Dumbledore, mm-hmm. there was definitely, it felt different when, what's his name, Michael Gambon?
1: Yeah. Took over yeah. as Dumbledore. It didn't feel like the same character at all. And I don't know, it's... He such a like crucial part of the movies too, like Hagrid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to think of a good example of someone they could have just like left him out of the sequels because it wasn't you know didn't wasn't working enough, but like he was working so well, like yeah. they need him there. You need Haggard through Yeah, the whole thing. and it was it was really well done. So yeah, like I said, rest in peace. Um, he's been in some other stuff too. Um, he's been in Ocean's Twelve. He was in Pixar's Brave, stuff like that. Um, he's an older actor, and so he's again his portfolio is quite large. So career to look back on um i saw another black panther 2 trailer which i'm just kind of into because it's coming up um and you know me i'm just into it so uh some things i kind of saw i kind of forgot that ironheart it's i talked about her a little bit she's got her own show i believe yeah on disney plus and uh she looks she's gonna appear in that that's kind of her debut and i'm kind of into it she kind of looks kind of fun i looked up a little bit more of her comic book stuff too and it's less I don't know, maybe a little more interesting than I thought. So I'm kind of into seeing how they do pull her off as well. Uh, and then I was kind of seeing that a lot of people think it's going to be Shuri as, the like, the new Black Panther, and that's... Um Chalice sister, which yeah. is how it works in the books, which make would make sense, and I wouldn't hate it so much. Um, but then I saw some reports, with like some of the cast being like, "Oh, no, no one's guessed the entire thing," and like I don't know, you never know what that means. But I just kind of got me thinking of what else it could be, and I thought it'd be really cool if maybe all the female characters of the movie end up being Black Panther. Hmm. So like, it's his mom, his sister, his like, it looks like his his ex might be pregnant. I'm not sure if that's her, but um, the ex, the uh, the one girl. I think it's like Danny's is her name. Like she's like the main uh, guard chick. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like maybe they all become the black, te- like the new Black Panther. I thought that'd be a really cool way to do it, but yeah. who knows? Uh, I'll be excited to watch that when it comes out.
0: It's coming out fairly soon, isn't
1: it? Yeah, early November, November 11th, I believe. Not 100 percent sure, but uh, November for sure. So
0: right on. Um, going into other trailers, uh, Super Mario Brothers teaser. That's right. Finally came out. Yeah,
1: it looks. I'm looks, into it. Looks okay. Yeah. yeah. I think. I like,
0: oh, I like the the joke with like the penguins throwing the mm-hmm. fucking snowballs. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Um, I think I can join the side of the reaction of not loving Chris Pratt.
0: Yeah, it's a weird choice. It, like, it to is not have
1: like just the guy who like voices Mario, voice Mario. Can't. I'm gonna look up his actual name because I I actually saw him at the Comic Expo because Calgary has the Comic Expo every year. Yeah, and uh, we were just walking by one time and I just heard Mario. Literally, like, woohoo! Like, uh, let's go! Like, all that, like, fun stuff. And I look over, and it's literally, oh, Charles, something. I'm looking up. Um, he was just sitting there, and, and it's just him as Mario, and like, he's always been him. So, like, I don't understand why they wouldn't. Yeah. Just, it's, a, it's an animated film, and like, there's like Jack Black as Bowser. That might be okay. Yeah, but uh, even like the
0: like because he has a little bit of dialogue in it, and it kind of just, just sounds like, like Jack Black, Black, Black doing Bowser.
1: I believe it's Charlie... Uh, Charlie, Charlie Day, Day is... is uh, yeah. yeah. So, like, stuff like that. Like, I just don't know if we needed these. No, because it's just going to be Charlie Day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Charles Martinet, or... Yeah, I believe that's how you pronounce it. But uh, yeah, he's the original voice of Mario. And, yeah, I actually saw someone, like, re-edited the trailer with him, and it's just, like, looks perfect kind yeah. of thing. So, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm definitely into seeing it. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, yeah, we'll see see how the full trailer goes before I'm... One hundred percent. Yeah, you're right. it, so it was just the teaser. You're but, right. You're right.
0: Uh, other than that, what I have in news, uh, Mike Flanagan's other new show just finished wrapping their shooting. You, just, uh, you like that guy a lot, eh? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> he's uh, he's man. a talented little man crush there. Well, you know, it's just refreshing to get uh, good horror, not like. Just... It's
1: nice when you find someone you yeah. like too. Yeah,
0: and most of his movies have been like either great or like good enough better than average i <laughs> yeah. would say um so that not, show is called not less than average uh, i like it um that show is called the fall of the house of usher it's based on an edgar Allan poe oh, i've heard of this poe you probably told me about it i think yeah uh so look forward to seeing that it's going to be another netflix show so i'll talk about his other one that just got released on netflix uh midnight club i finally watched it so we'll get into that when we've talked about stuff we've watched but uh
1: What else? You got anything? Yeah, I saw a little trailer for a show. It's like a Chris Hemsworth show, and it's I believe it's Darren Aronofsky. Um, They get they do it together, and it's just kind of like Chris Hemsworth doing like crazy physical challenges. So I'm not sure if I'm into it. I don't know how it like why it got me, and I was kind of like, oh, I might be into this show. Um, Like it might just be Chris Hemsworth being like, look how badass (laughs) I am. Um, But it looked kind of cool, like the one he like. Has to do like crazy rock climbing. And the only one I believe he like, goes into the wilderness and like survives out there. So I don't know. The fact that Darren Aronofsky was doing yeah, it. Like, kinda... I know. That's kind of, again, like, and it looked kind of cool. Like, I don't know if it's just shot really well or that, you know, but, uh, I don't know. It's on Disney Plus. Keep an eye out for it. Maybe I'll check it out and talk about it. I was going to ask you about this. (laughs) Don't interrupt me. Go ahead.
0: Um, There's this show on Disney Plus. It's some werewolf thing, dude. Yeah. Hey. And it's Marvel. Wait till Wait till
1: we talk about what I've watched, okay? okay? Because I was going to watch it. Because I watched the trailer. This looks fucking interesting. I watched it. Yeah. I'll talk about it. We'll talk about
0: it. Uh, Other than that, in news, uh, we have officially reached 118 total listens. Woo! So Thank you to everyone. I think. Probably a hundred of those are me and Riley, but to you other 18, we appreciate that.
1: Yeah, uh, it's funny because on the last episode we mentioned, uh, we knew that my buddy Kent was watching him, but since then a lot of other people have come out and told me they've been watching him. So uh, I'm not, I am not—I can't name everybody because a lot of people have told me, so shout out to you listening right now. Thanks so much, you guys. We, uh, we do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
0: we do. It's, uh, it's great to know that we're actually getting a little bit of traction, if even within our own circles, but it's great. So, yeah, exactly. So share it far and wide. Like, I stole my family, because I told my, I was, saw my family recently, you know, Oh yeah, so right, I yeah. told my dad, like, oh, like, me and Riley make podcasts. <laughs> podcast, he's like, oh, cool, like, where can I listen to it? I'm like, oh, you can listen to it, like, wherever you get your podcast. Like, just don't listen to it when I'm in the room, because that just makes me too uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I can see your dad being like, I'm not listening to you and Riley talking <laughs> yeah. about movies for an Six, hour. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit.
0: Uh, yeah, no, so we appreciate it, and, uh, yeah, let's, we'll just keep it rolling into stuff we've watched, Do you want to? Yeah, I was just going to
1: say, and I've said this before, but give us feedback, guys. Like, uh, We know you're listening, so if there's things you like, things you don't, things you want to hear. Uh, we're looking forward to getting some guests on, so uh, keep that in mind as well. Uh, yeah, so let's go into what we were talking. I might just start with Werewolf at Night, because you just brought it up. That's okay, I'll just yeah, get into it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, I don't really know a ton about it, like how it became a thing. It's one of those things that I kind of stopped listening to every bit of Marvel news that came down the drain because it was just way too much. So uh, it came out without kind of under my radar, and uh, I believe it's like a Halloween type of special. It's not like super Halloween-based. It's about a werewolf monster kind of deal, but um, yeah, it was really fun, and I just kind of watched it it was like late night like what should i watch like oh that's finally a good time for me to watch this so uh threw it on and i liked it a lot it's it was like M- marvel doing like a show from the 50s yeah almost like an old black and white werewolf movie or whatever um and i think it worked really well i i can't tell if it's in the mcu or not like i don't know if iron man is gonna fly by you know what i mean yeah. like stuff like that but um it was really fun uh they like, I know that the Werewolf at Night character, I know who he is in the comics because, like, there's a couple of random appearances that I have. But they introduced so many other characters that I didn't expect. So you know Man-Thing? Yes. He's yeah. in it. And, yeah. like, I think he's great in it. It, like, works so well. And there's, like, Ulysses Bloodstone is a character and it's kind of about him. And, like, there's, like, different monsters, like, heads on the walls. And there's, like, different Marvel monsters. Like, it's, it was really cool. And, like, a good vibe of, like, Kind of that horror, like I said, like it, it feels like you're watching something from the '50s, but it's modern. So, um, like modern ways of doing old techniques, maybe is a good way to say it.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Uh, and it was really good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was like just kind of fun. Uh, check it out, you guys. It was nice. Again, it's the season for these sorts of things too, so it worked for me getting into the in the zone. Uh, I'm gonna give it eight bloodstones out of ten. No, oh, yeah. nice. Uh,
0: yeah, since it be October, uh, yes. me and the wife have been watching a lot of horror films because. We enjoy them, and it's always nice to find like good ones. So that's what a lot of mine... I think the vast majority of mine are all horror films this time. Yeah. Um, right. So I'll start it out. The first one I watched, I watched the movie X, which is... It's a slasher film about this group of people who rent out this like farmhouse, and they're shooting a porno. And it's about them trying to... like They think they're going to get famous through making this porno. Mm. And they rent the house from this old couple... And, like, the one old lady is, like, this lady who was, like, obsessed with fame, like, back in her day, and she wanted to be famous. And then they end up, like, killing all of them. <laughs> and so it becomes, like, a slasher film. Okay. Um, it's directed by Ty West. Stars Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, Martin Henderson, Britney Snow, and Owen Campbell. Okay. Uh, it was good. Like... It didn't break the mold for yeah, slasher film. Yeah. It was definitely like an homage to like the old slasher films like Texas Chainsaw and like all that kind of okay, stuff. Yeah. There was a couple of like beautifully shot scenes. There's this one where the old lady, she kills this guy in front of like the van and the van has headlights on and so she like as she's stabbing him like the blood's like covering the headlights so it changes the shot to oh, red. Oh, okay, okay. So then the whole shot after that is shot in red and it's like this weird thing where she's like dancing cuz she's like in this fantasy of like Back when she famous was famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, like, it didn't break the mold. I enjoyed it. It's also s- going to be a trilogy. Yeah. One of which they released the prequel, which is about the old lady. So that's who the character Pearl is. I think it, it's out of theaters at this point, but um, I'm going to watch that one. So it's the prequel about how this old lady, like, became, like, Wish. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so look forward to watching that one. And then there's going to be another one called uh, Maxine, M A X X I N E. So cool. I think that's about the one character
1: after maybe a sequel yeah sequel sequel and a prequel so it
0: was pretty good it was on i watched it on amazon uh check it out i gave that one 6.75 hot farm daughters out of 10 hot farm Farm daughters (laughs) i had a couple drinks
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i actually heard about this movie before you brought it up i think it was maybe just random trailers or whatever um, but I looked into it because it looked kind of cool, and I mean, like you said, it doesn't look like it's breaking the mold, but it looked like yeah, decent, decent like slasher film.
0: Yeah, and it's like A24, which like that's like a company that kind of like well, it's not
1: independent, but it's like it's outside of like main Hollywood, yeah, so they yeah. kind
0: of take more gambles on films. So it's always cool. nice to watch stuff. Yeah, that's I remember not you talking like the, about that last time. The main Hollywood, so yeah.
1: Okay, uh, I went to the theaters and saw a horror film called Barbarian. It, uh, I'm tr- just trying to get to the theater a little bit more, try to take advantage of those cheap Tuesdays or whatever, uh, and see some kind of current stuff. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was just another horror movie about... Oh, not another horror movie, but it was a horror movie about um, kind of these people who rent an Airbnb, and then they, kind of, they find like a secret room in the Airbnb, and it kind of just goes from there, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, it was pretty good. I, I'm not a big horror movie kind of guy, so it's not like I'm comparing it to the last couple that i've seen because it was such a long time ago that i went to the theater for one um but it it felt kind of fresh it kind of felt new um the girl in it was really good Uh, i'm gonna look up who her name was actually because she was quite good and then kind of does that thing where halfway through it switches the main character and then justin long is in it and uh i don't know if uh, you guys know justin long but he's great (laughs) you probably know him we're gonna talk about him one day soon but uh he uh, kind of pulled the movie along, and uh, he's a kind of a good like horror guy because he's got that deeper Creepers uh, yeah. background. I believe those. He's one also of his in first. some of
0: those that t- Tusk. Kevin. That's Smith right. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was quite good. I liked it a lot for uh, it being like a new horror movie. Uh, I won't go on too much about it. I think it's still in theaters at least for a little bit. So maybe go check it out. I gave it seven secret rooms out of ten. Mm, so nice. yeah, pretty good. Like um, the villain slash thing uh kind of creeped me out i know you talk about like jump scares versus like actual things you're seeing that's where yeah Yeah. there was some atmosphere like and some shots where again i don't go to like horror movies and theaters a lot but me sitting there i was just like oh my god this is like uncomfortable yeah and like just yeah freaks me out a little bit so yeah pretty pretty good
0: i i want to see it like i watched it was like popped up on youtube it was like Justin Long's new movie and I was like, Oh cool. And I started watching the trailer. I'm like, the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> uh yeah. Georgina Campbell is the girl I liked. Uh, she was just a good good main character. I think she's in something else. I'll look up if I know her from something. But yeah, and again, Justin Long, I, I've always liked him, so seeing him again it was it was just cool.
0: So. Isn't one of the uh the brothers?
1: Skarsgard? Bill Skarsgard? Skarsgard? Well, yeah. I'll just kind of I won't spoil too much, but at the beginning you're not sure like is he a villain or a good guy here and he even has one line he's like hey what do I look like a monster and it's like hey we all know you were an it man <laughs> yeah. like you know you're the clown from it uh, but then yeah it was it was good he was, he was good in it too like it was good cast and everything and then there's like that creepy guy he plays like one of the villains he's in like everything he's just such a creepy he's like Joe Chill in the one Batman movie just looks creepy yeah uh, Richard uh, Richard Brake, it's like this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, like he's, <laughs> yeah. he's like the villain he at one point. He's always like the girl. He's like guy. a greasy villain. Yeah. yeah. So again, good movie. Anyway, straight
0: up. Uh, me and the wife, we finished the series Midnight Club, Flanagan's new series on Netflix, based on Christopher Pike books. Uh, it's a story about um, a girl who finds out she's like dying from I don't. I'll just say leukemia. It's probably not leukemia, okay. but anyway, some sort of She ends up maybe? going to a hospice that's specifically for teenagers. And it's about her moving into this place, and they have this like kind of tradition between all the kids that they meet up at midnight and tell spooky stories. Right. Yeah. So half this, half the series is like their stories that they tell each other, which always has to do with who they are as a character. Okay. So they use like these stories to tell something about
1: themselves. So like right. a, this is my background. Yeah, yeah, like
0: this is something I'm dealing with type thing. And the other half is like her trying to figure out the mystery of this one person who went there who got cured, and she's like. She wants to figure out how to cure it. So it has to do with like cults and like a bunch of other shit like that. Uh, It was really good. I enjoyed it. My wife gave it a four. I'm going (laughs) to give it a little bit higher than that. Well, it's not her podcast. That's right. If you you want to give it a rating, Sally, you can have your own. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really well acted. Not as scary as Flanagan's other stuff was. Uh, There's definitely a couple of creepy parts. There's (laughs) one episode. and it actually won the Guinness World Record for most jump scares in an episode what? because I think it's like Just 27 like jump scares or what? yeah and it's like one after the other after the other and like they cut to like the kids no talking things. about it no I'm actually like, not into that they, they talk about like why are you doing jump scares like that's such a lazy oh, way oh because they're telling this, the kid is telling yeah. stories so oh like, okay tell, so it's kind of like Mike Flanagan yeah, okay. doing like a wink wink nudge nudge okay like, yeah how shitty jump scares yeah, are yeah I don't hate that yeah um it ended not great though Like, it ended with, like, nothing being wrapped up. Like, if it doesn't get a second season, it doesn't end good. Yeah. So it needs a second season. And, I mean, there's 27 books.
1: Oh. (laughs) So I'm sure they'll make something more. Oh, wait, no, sorry.
0: There's only one. I read that wrong. 27 other books by the author. (laughs) Okay, so he has 27 books. (laughs) There's not 27 other Midnight Club. But it just, it ends on, like, a kind of, like, oh, this, what's going on here? And then it, it doesn't, like, wrap anything up, so... It loses points for that, um, but I, I would watch it. It's some of the stories that the kids tell are like really good, like what they're about, and like the, some of them are like sci-fi because the one kid's like a gamer,
1: so it like has okay. a little bit of sci-fi yeah, elements cool. to it. Um, so he definitely plays around with that idea of like them telling stories. He gets to tell that story, yeah, yeah.
0: and it's cool because like there's always subtext. Like there's one right, really yeah. cool one about I won't get into it too much, but it's like a girl. And she picks up these two hitchhikers, and it's kind of like, I view it as like an angel and a demon, both like trying to play the girl in a certain way, okay. and it has to do with like suicide. Oh, okay. It's very reminiscent of, uh, you ever watched at a Buster Scruggs? Oh, no, but I know the I know the movie. So there's like uh, one of their vignettes. Yeah. I think that's okay. same concept. It's like people riding in a carriage type thing. Okay. Oh, I understand. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I won't get into it too much. Watch it. It came out on the 7th of this month. Uh, overall, I'll give it six and a half dying teenagers out of ten. Nice.
1: Okay, so, um, I finished She-Hulk. I talked about it a decent amount last time. I just wanted to kind of finish, I I did finish it, so I kind of finished my rating on it. Uh, last two episodes, I was wrong, it was nine episodes, not ten, so I watched the last two because they were out now, and, uh, it was okay. Overall, like I said, it was Marvel having fun, um, poking fun at themselves, poking fun at, like their world and their tropes and things like that which is always kind of fun like a bit of that meta-ness um suffered a little bit from the meta of being meta which we have Mm. talked about a little bit um but i mean like i said it was marvel having fun i enjoyed that part of it um certain things they brought in different characters and they I won't say too much because I feel like people will watch a little bit of it. Um, but they brought in some characters for the future, which I'm actually like, okay, I'm watching to see where that character shows up next because there's mm-hmm. things like that I'm, I'm excited for. Um, and then the last episode was like kind of weird in the fact that all this crazy shit was happening, and then she straight up like breaks fourth wall, and you like the show itself goes to, like the Disney Plus menu, and she like jumps out of her show and goes into another show, and she kind of like finishes the plot through that show it's kind of weird in that sense but like again it's marvel having fun with themselves Mm -hmm. so like at one point like someone's like oh no it's like you don't get any more cgi like the cgi team has already moved on to another project like people aren't liking this or something like that like they're kind of poking fun at themselves and like stuff like that which i kind of thought is fun um i won't go on too much more about it because i talked last time it's a decent show but don't don't put it on the top of your list by any means uh, i'm gonna stick with a nice uh seven supercomputers out of ten or no sorry sorry my apologies i was reading the wrong one six <laughs> supercomputers out of ten it's not a seven it's definitely a six um fun but not good enough is the best way i can describe it perfect well no it's not perfect but <laughs> far from it yeah but it, it's
0: not high on my list of stuff to watch
1: i'm gonna say this last compliment which i did say last time it was better than miss marvel and it has that going for itself and again like some of this stuff like Mm -hmm. hey i'm looking forward to seeing what how that turns out next or whatever so
0: um moving on i watched the sequel to escape from new york escape from la same thing directed by carpenter starring um kurt russell uh bringing back snake plissken (laughs) i thought you were dead yeah (laughs) he's not dead um yeah d- not good it was just you know when a sequel is just literally the exact same thing as Averse oh Zone? yeah that's what it was yeah, hang- like hangover
1: to yeah yeah
0: it was yeah. like oh he gets like brought in <laughs> Oh, he's on a timer again because he's like got this poison in his blood and then, like oh he's stuck in like a cage where he has to do something or he's gonna get killed oh yeah it's like just literally like like, yeah. like oh um so disappointing I wouldn't. I'd watch Escape from New York again before I'd watch Escape, oh, okay. Escape from L.A. Yeah, yeah. Um, overall, I'd give it four and a half. I thought you were taller's out of ten.
1: <laughs> is that one of the that's, that's
0: like the same thing. Like no way. Yeah. and like it's the same thing when he's like the <laughs> the like the main army guy who recruits him. They they're calling him Pliskin the whole time. He's like, call me Snake. <laughs> and then at the end of the movie, they're like, Hey Snake. He's like, Call me Pliskin. <laughs> like, this is the same <laughs> fucking movie as the first one.
1: So, oh, I'm sorry. I slammed the table and made me laugh. Yeah. That was funny. So
0: disappointing. If you want to watch it, watch the first one. At least it was
1: original. This yeah, one was not. So. It's a rehash.
0: Four and a half. Sorry.
1: Um, another kind of meh movie I watched. I watched thirty minutes or less. Mm. It's kind of uh, I went to Fair's Fair. It's like that bookstore. That, that the bookstore I get those DVDs from. So I just saw. It. I was like, oh yeah, it's always been on my list. I want to own that movie. You only saw it the once. I watched it again. It's nothing special. It's about a guy who gets. He's like a pizza delivery guy gets kidnapped and a bomb trapped to his vest and he has to go he's like hey go rob a bank for us or we're gonna kill you or whatever it's just not a great plot not a great script <laughs> danny mcbride he's the bad guy and he's
0: just, isn't it too? yeah he Yeah, Aziz sorry
1: isn't it he's probably the best part and i have a soft spot because of parks and rec and i'm a big fan and just kind of fun seeing him and he was because <laughs> it's like his like style is fun yeah. i like his style yeah. and he was good in it and then Everybody else is just kind of eh, like, yeah. Like I'm sure I'm glad I scratched it off my list, but I don't know when I'll be watching that next. Uh, I will give it six point two five vest bombs out of ten.
0: We watched the Wailing, which is a South Korean horror film directed by Na Hong Jin. Yeah, I don't know Uh, if you should. I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna talk about any of the actual actors' names because I'm just gonna. I think you should stop. Yeah. So it's essentially about a cop who like. In his village, people start to just snap and start killing their whole families. So it's about them suspecting this one Japanese guy because he's, like, an outsider in the village and, like, he's up to some shady shit. So it's about him kind of figuring out what's going on and if it's real or if it's not. It was good. It was definitely different than, like, um, other horror films because we looked up a list of, like, top 10 horror films without jump scares and we tried to watch as many of them as we could because mm. that's just kind of what we like doing. Right. Uh, there was definitely no jump scares in it. It just wasn't that scary. Okay. And it took a long time to like get anywhere. But I will say the ending was quite good and it was nice that it didn't end happy. Mmm. Which I was going to say, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh yeah, American movies always do that. But I was thinking about like even American horror films don't end happy either. Yeah. It was, it was good. It was well-acted. I mean, if you are all right with watching a film with
1: subtitles... Right, yeah. Some people just aren't. No. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I asked a few people at work, like, oh, you watch stuff? They're like, no, we, I, yeah. I refuse to
1: watch it. Even some subtitles. good... Pan's Labyrinth is a great example. Of, yeah. Like, really good fucking movie. Some people just won't watch it. And, like, it's not their style. Really. No. Yeah.
0: I mean, I watch English movies with subtitles, so... Well, like, I've, I really... we've
1: always said this, like, you, you, you don't miss anything. I think I brought it up for Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang last episode. Like, you might not catch everything if you're not watching yeah. the subtitles. Uh, anyway, it was it was good. The ending was really good. Uh, it was well acted. It was
0: nice to see the progression of the main character kind of go from a bumbling cop who doesn't really know what's going on to being, like, a completely desperate man because, like, it's, uh, the curse, like, comes upon his family. Uh, overall, I would give it 6.75 shaman dances out of 10. Nice. Yeah.
1: Now I want to see it. You got me with that shaman dancing. Amazon Prime. Uh, like. I could probably figure that out. Okay, uh, last one I have is a film called Super. Um, it's a movie by James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy and The The Last Suicide Squad, uh, and Slither, another film by him. This is his second feature length that he directed, I believe. Um, essentially about a guy who kind of loses his wife. His wife gets back into drugs and then kind of leaves him. And then he becomes a bit of a superhero and tries to like get his wife back. It's kind of a brief summary of what the movie's about. Uh, it's really interesting because he just doesn't just like grabs a pipe wrench and then like makes his costume and then like goes and fucks people up with a pipe <laughs> wrench, like. Like, he just, like, finds a guy who's trying to, like, molest a little kid, just fucks him up with a pipe wrench, just yells at him, like, you don't molest little kids! That's kind of, like, what he does. Um, the movie's really weird, it's got that James Gunn style of, like, what the hell is going on, and, like, he even's, like, the main character even says, like, oh, I've always suffered from visions, or whatever, and he's just, like, these crazy monsters and angels and demons, and there's, like, this whole religion side to it, that's really funny. Um, it's a good movie, it's, 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 just, like, interesting and new, and, um, i think it was like at the time where a lot of these movies of like everyday people becoming real superheroes were coming out and it kind of stands out as like a realistic one in the sense of like he just fucks people with a pipe wrench yeah i don't know it's it's good it's 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 funny and quirky and it's got again james Gunn's like style and it works really well um i liked it a lot i'm gonna give it 8.75 pipe wrenches out of 10 beautiful
0: uh, I got three more, so I'll try to oh, fire yeah, through them as quickly as I can here. Uh, we watched The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay. 2016 horror film directed by Andre o- Overdahl. That's probably not how you pronounce it. Stars so Emile Hirsch and Brian Cox. As, nice. um They're like two oh, I know this corners. movie. Oh, yeah, I oh, yeah. know this movie. Yeah, And yeah. then they get this body in and they do an autopsy on it. And like as they start autopsying... Like, creepy shit starts to happen, and they right. start finding out more about, like, this girl and whatnot. Uh, it was really good. Um, very atmospheric. Not a lot of jump scares. Just super creepy. There's, like, this one um, bit. I, I don't even call it a bit. That's more of a comedy thing. But, like, the one aspect. <laughs> like, um, Brian Cox is, like, the elder um, coroner, obviously. So, he... They attach bells to um, Corpse's feet. Is like, a nod to like older corners in case they thought like a body was alive the person would jingle the bell and so they just kind of do it as like a out of habit type thing okay like traditional yeah so then like once the shit starts going down all of a sudden you hear like like all the where they keep all the bodies what is that called freezers where they keep the bodies i don't know what name for that they're all empty drawers yeah 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 those they're all empty and then they hear like a bell jingling in the hallway, so, like, the body's, like, up and moving. Oh. Yeah, it was it was pretty good, man. Yeah, and, like, the yeah, yeah. ending was really good, too. Uh, overall, give it uh, seven cursed corpses out of ten. Nice. I'd suggest watching it if you want to watch a good horror film that's, like, spooky, but not, cool. like, oh, my God, scary. Nice. Uh, next one we watched was Lake Mungo. It's a 2008 Australian horror film. It's, like, a mockumentary style. Okay. Not good. I'm just going <laughs> to...
1: I don't know if the name, like Lake Mungo, if I expected it to be good. Well,
0: it was supposed, like, I was reading all these reviews and it was like, oh, this is so good. It's like one of the best Australian films we've ever, like, put out. Like, watch it. It's like what? boring as fuck. Mad Max? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah, Hello>? shit. <laughs> There's way better ones. Uh, it was boring. It was like, I had one cool, like, kind of cool scene where she, that sucks. she sees her corpse in, like, a video. Okay. <laughs> um,. I gave it three boring documentaries out of ten. Ooh. Yeah, it was not, That's probably my lowest score. I think that's anything. the lowest
1: thing we've had on so far. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't watch it. Uh, and then we. Where's <laughs> <than> Miss Marvel? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I haven't seen Miss Marvel. And then we watched uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. I wanted yeah, to watch yeah. it. Uh, sh- I hadn't seen it before. It was good. Like it was. It's a kids' film, so it's about as exciting as a kids' film is. But um, the three witches were funny. The jokes landed. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was looking good in that movie. Oh, yeah? Oh, and she's like this weirdly horny witch. See, the whole thing. She's like obsessed with boys. Gotcha, hey. Um, yeah, I was like, hey. We don't <laughs> like, <we're... laughs> Old horse face. Gross. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'd give that one 7.79, virgins out of 10. That's the last on my list. All right. Definitely a little bit of a spooky month for
1: us. Well, it's October, so you yeah. know, you got to feel the, the vibes. It works. I get it. Uh, I think we're ready to move on to the feature, if you're good to go. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Big Trouble in Little China. David said it's the feature film of today, and it's a movie that he picked, directed by John Carpenter, which I don't know if he said that already, but uh, obviously one of uh, one of your current favorites. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to watch all of Carpenter's stuff. I, it, was, it started with The Thing... Which we might release. That was technically episode zero. A little a test episode we yeah. did, yeah. Um, and then I watched Escape from New York, and then a guy I worked with was like, you you should watch Big Trouble in Little China. I'm like, God, I've never seen this. Like, You've never fucking seen Big Trouble in Little China? I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So I, I bought it on a whim, and man, as soon as I was done with that DVD, I was like, holy shit, this is the next one we're talking
1: about. Yeah, you told me, you're like, hey, I want to do a movie that I just watched. I was like, sure. Like, and it's cool, because this is, I mean, it probably not the only time this has happened, but this is the first time we're focusing on a movie that I've actually never seen before. Like Jaws, it was years since I've seen it, but I had literally never seen this film before. So, so this movie obviously
0: directed by John Carpenter, uh, stars Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall, Dennis Dunn, James Hong, just to name a few. Uh, it was released in 1986 and I don't even know how to describe the plot of this movie. Like it's about a guy who drives a truck who is Kurt Russell plays Jack Burton. He's a truck driver of the Pork Chop Express is the name of his truck. And it's about him delivering pork chop pork to Chinatown. And then he ends up playing a, a betting, a gambling yeah, game. he has like a buddy there. Yeah, with and, his buddy, yeah. Wang. And Wang ends up owing him a bunch of money. Yeah. So then Jack goes with Wang to the airport because that's where Wang's going to pick up his fiance, And then it gets into kidnapping And then all of a sudden, they're, like, chasing kidnappers, and then they run into a street gang, like, a funeral, and then there's a gang fight, and then three, like, wizards show up, (laughs) it's like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? Um, I don't know how to explain the plot any more than that, but it just goes off the rails in, like, the best way imaginable.
1: Yeah, it just essentially becomes, like, an 80s kung fu movie that has magic in it, and it just gets, it's, like, over the top crazy ridiculous but like pretty good it's well done it's like well executed i feel like um john carpenter it works really well like i don't know if this is one of his like i don't know if it's his only kung fu movie but like it uh, i think it is it, it fits his style like yeah the, even the, the effects and like just like i guess the kurt russell character which <laughs> doesn't hurt
0: <laughs> whereas like um escape from new york like snake Plissken, is like a very over the top like badass type guy and jack burton is like extremely over the top but it works so well as like and him being one of the i think there's three americans well they might all be americans three caucasians oh in the film, yeah where he okay. plays like the american action hero mm. and it's almost like when he tries to do that it doesn't work yeah you're
1: right yeah um I like it. It starts off right away. Uh, I will say the first scene. I believe it's a lawyer talking to another like truck driver, and right away this lawyer is talking to this guy, and this guy says like, "Oh, he essentially is like, hey, don't talk." shit about jack we all owe jack a debt blah 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 and he's like well what happened he's like tell me your version of what happened he's like well just so you're aware like you need to know that sorcery is real and he's like what he's like how would i know that how do you expect me to believe that and then this guy just in front of him just like creates like lightning in between his hands and he's like that's why so like we're told right off the bat like right at the beginning that magic or whatever sorcery whatever they call it in this is real so As an audience, you're just expected to believe it. Like you're you're told along with this character, like, hey, the movie you're about to watch, magic's real. So get fucking ready. And so like like you said, like once that like street fight breaks out, which is a crazy part, and then these three whiz like the three (laughs) storms or whatever they show up and it's just instant ridiculous. It doesn't stop from there. I think it just gets crazier and crazier and like magic is like old wizards like curses there's like special like like magical items and potions and then there's like monsters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just
0: like it just gets crazy but the thing like as i was watching it like the start you're like okay like you know this is like okay kidnapping you're yeah, like, okay yeah. and then like all of a sudden there's this, like this giant street fight where they're like shooting at each other and they have like swords Dude, and it's and so I, crazy. <laughs> i was like i am so into this like <laughs> As soon as that fight scene started to happen, I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" Like, I was not expecting anything like this. <laughs> and so I'm watching this awesome, and like the kung fu is like really well choreographed and whatnot. A couple of times, you see like them fall on like the stuff, and you're like, "Okay, that's clearly like <laughs> yes. being bad yeah, or, like, yeah, that like that." And then like the three wizards show up, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> and then Lo Pan, who is the main villain played by James. Hong?
1: yeah, James Hong, he's uh, great. You know, I know him from Wayne's World. Uh, he's, he plays, in, he's in everything. He's in so many things. Uh, Balls of Fury. Yeah, uh, he's in Seinfeld. That's uh, true. <laughs> yeah, uh, a... Friends. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? His trainer? Yeah. Um, he's good. He's a good actor, and he does. He's like the yeah, like you said, like the main antagonist. And so, like, whereas Kurt Russell's character over the top and like macho like you said, kind of like that action star kind of thing. Like, Lopan is, like, over-the-top, ridiculous villain. Yeah. Like, from the 80s, like... And he has, like, kind of has, like, two versions. Like, one, he's, like, an old man in a wheelchair, and the other one, he's, like, the wizard-type guy. Both ridiculously looking and both ridiculously, like, act... I don't know, he's just crazy. He's a crazy character. Just, like, a good... Like, fuck this villain. He's a stupid idiot. Like, just... I don't know. Well,
0: and the fight scenes, too, are just, like, crazy and over-the-top. The, the one character who is Kurt Russell's buddy, Wang, who yeah. he ends up trying to save his fiancée. I like him a lot. Yeah, all of a sudden he's just like a kung fu master because his, like, center, like, realigned or something like that. And he's, like, doing, like, these crazy flips and shit, <laughs> yeah, like, kicking the shit out of everyone.
1: <laughs> well, it, oh, sorry sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, you, like, when he's, like, talking, because, I don't know, like, the movie's quite fast, like, the script. It just is, like, similar to what you said in A Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Like, the dialogue might have been, like, reminiscent of an old detective film where they're just like talking really fast I found this movie was like that where like are these two people even talking to each other because they're both just talking so fast yeah and like you don't really know a lot about Wang at first and then like as like his when it's like I don't know if it's like his uncle I think it is uncle's yeah. like his uncle and his buddy show up, and then all of a sudden you just learn so much information. Like like it seems like Wang knew all this the whole time, kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Like who is this guy? Like what's up with this Wang character? Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny that Like when his buddy comes in and it's just like, who is this guy? Oh, this guy, and he just like has all the exposition. Like this guy just like here's all the information you need to know as an yeah. audience member. Yeah, let's move on to the next scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And the character, like, even the Kim Cattrall plays, yeah. the lawyer chick.
1: Yeah, Gracie Law. Yeah,
0: the way, like, even that she talks, like you said, it's very reminiscent of a detective. Like, Well,
1: she comes in and she's like, uh, oh, I stick my nose where it doesn't belong just to get my story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's something you would, you would read in a book about someone. Like, people don't say those things out loud about themselves, but yeah. they did in this script. And there's a... Um, I think it's when... I think, I mean, when they first go looking for um, Wang's girlfriend, and he goes like, he's like, oh, my destiny rests in your hands right now. Like, again, they're very clear about this is what we need to get done, (laughs) and this is where we're at with our storyline.
0: Well, even that, when they, like, break in, the they gotta find the girl so they <laughs> well, they're like, yeah. Uh, well, they're here for the cameras or whatever <laughs> yeah. they're just walking around with a telephone man. But the the yeah. the the he has a yeah. phone in his hand yeah, and then they're in an elevator and they're going down all of a sudden it like, fills up with water and then they open it
1: and then it's like this weird place full of corpses oh, yeah. and it's and like, the hel- like oh yeah the hell of the deteriorated corpses yeah. or something like,
0: what the fuck are we talking about <laughs> in this yeah. movie
1: again you're told at the beginning magic is real just
0: accept everything <laughs> it's honestly been a long time since I've watched a movie where I was like so enjoying myself the whole time, where I just didn't even realize I was having so much fun until the thought popped into my head: like this is like an enjoyable film. Yeah, like, I'm very having fun. fun. Yeah, just watching how ridiculous this is, and I loved Kurt Russell as Jack Burton. I thought like his comedy, like even though he's like the cool tough guy, you know, you know what your old pal Jack Burton said. <laughs> yeah, there's just something about him playing it like that that just works so well within the story of like Chinese lore. Where he's just this American who's like, I just need the machine gun and I'm going to go fuck some shit up, you know? Um,
1: I love the beginning scene. It's like, I think it's after that lawyer scene where he's like magic is real i think it cuts right to the opening credits and it's just him and his truck yeah <laughs> and it's kind of like a monologue i don't know who he's talking to actually he's just, he's
0: just talking on the cb to yeah, whoever's listening exactly
1: and i don't like i don't even remember what the fuck he is saying he's just going on and on about <laughs> yeah. like his life lessons or like his mottos or like how it's pretty much like hey look how awesome of a man i yeah. am it's like it's a good character a good introduction to like his character and what he, his tone of the film is going to be like
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the uh, effects obviously don't hold up as well, because, I mean, it's 1986, so some of the uh, special effects for the, what are they called, the three storms Yeah, don't exactly hold up the best. (laughs) It's just the random scene where they're like... um, doing their, their kung fu. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? Why yeah. is this happening? Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't know. I actually <laughs> went, I rewound it to see if I missed something, but I was like, oh, nope, they're just like, showing off.
0: Yeah. I mean, cool moves, bro, but like, what is this doing for the story?
1: I do think you can kind of tell, though, that like, they do kind of keep some practical effects there in there. Like, there's like those monsters, like the monsters that pop up, you can tell they're both like... Yeah. Yeah like kind of like the thing not as good as the thing i'd no. say but like on that vein of like practical effects and you're right there's like special effects like the lightning and the stuff just
0: well yeah and like that's the thing with this movie like you have to go in like just knowing that it's going to be whatever pops up on the screen you're just going to be like okay yeah <laughs> i'm going with this i guess it's just a monster who pops up like randomly like with no backstory <laughs> just pops up from behind a door a and there's a monster and they're like going through the I don't even know what that thing is called like the forest of whatever the hell when they're trying to break into Lopan's thing at the end and all of a sudden a monster pops out of there and eats someone and then egg young egg oh, food yeah. I don't just throws something yeah, and he's like yeah, it's not gonna bother us anymore yeah. so what the fuck is this even in the movie then <laughs> <laughs> The um, so monster pops out, like, we just want to kill one guy in this scene, and, like, we need a weird-looking monster. Or it's like, hey, look this, see yeah, look at this monster we made. Yeah. I'll find a place for that
1: mm-hmm. in my movie. Yeah. Uh, I saw a little John Carpenter quote that he just said, like, the main purpose of this film is to entertain. Which So, like, yeah. he just, like, it doesn't matter. No one cares about the monster. It's just like, oh, shit, there's a monster! <laughs> yeah, like, like,
0: <laughs> what is happening? Uh, and I, I do, love it.
1: I do find it's, like you said, very fun. Uh, and the sense of adventure is strong. It's like... You know, we've talked about this before, but, like, when these stakes are, like, oh, there's people kidnapping other people and, like, like kind of, like, human trafficking, really, is, like, kind of, right? Which is, like, another thing that's, like, not really, like, it's
0: in there, but it's not really, like, t- talked about, like, well, again, how terrible this it's is. It's, like,
1: oh, the point of this movie is to entertain. <laughs> it's, like, very fun. And yeah. it is. It is pretty fun, yeah, right? He, like, he
0: hangs out in a whorehouse where there's, like, you know, all human trafficking people, but it's, like, played off as a joke. And he's like, yeah, has, yeah, ah, yeah.
1: Um... I am a fan of the whole, like, the idea, the, the, kind of like, it's like a movie trope of, like, oh, the outsider that doesn't belong in this story ends up, like, saving the day kind of thing. I think it's yeah. a, good, a good, like, way to, like, I don't know, bring a character in. Similar, I guess, to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, how, like, this guy is not supposed to be here right now. Like, really, if all this stuff was happening without Jack here in, in Big Trouble Little China, would they have saved the day or did they win because he was there? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, is he the, the uh, like, the uh, what's the, that factor or whatever, you know? The X factor. <laughs> I don't know if that was what I was looking for, but, um, you know, I don't know. I just like the idea of that. Like, why is he there? Because he was playing card games and then he decided he would give his buddy a ride to the airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, he just wanted his money. Yeah. And he wanted his he truck wants back. wants his truck back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this movie failed at the box office. Um, what was it? just reading it here um it had a budget of 25 million and it only made back 11 but it was one of those beautiful things about home releases back in the day is that it became a cult classic and it grew to the level of fame that it has today
1: i feel like it has perfect vibes for a cult classic Mm -hmm. you can kind of tell like hey this movie might not have done so well in theaters (laughs) it's definitely i wouldn't say for like most audience like i feel like if i was to watch
0: this with my wife she'd be like like what are we watching right now? Like what is this? Why 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 do you like this? Because it's just it's just fun, you know. And it's nice to see. Uh, I think this is the fourth one of four films that uh, Carpenter and Russell did together. And I was I was about to say it's my favorite, but the thing is still definitely number one. It's definitely up there for the best collaborations between the two of them.
1: Yeah, and you know you're the you're the expert now because you're watching all the John Carpenter movies and stuff um but i feel like this is a good good like representation of what kurt russell can do with a guy like john carpenter i don't want to say after prime but in the 80s when these sorts of movies could be made yeah,
0: like it was just a time when people would gamble on movies when you could have something that like like again i don't even know how to describe this movie to somebody like if someone's like what what is this about i'd be like
1: i, I the guy
0: needs his truck and he fights an ancient Chinese (laughs) and there's monsters and uh, there's three wizards (laughs) I don't don't know what to tell you where they would just be like you know what fuck it we're gonna make this movie and like just see what happens instead of being like alright we need to make a sequel to this or we're gonna reimagine this it was just a time where people could be free to make movies you know, and it just
1: has that feel. It's so 80s, like the soundtrack, and the, like, <laughs> another classic Carpenter soundtrack. Again, the the special effects, and like even the fight scenes itself. Like you watch some kung fu movies nowadays, they're amazing. You yeah, know? like there are some you got. Like you said like, you <laughs> got to see some of these fight scenes. Like, all right, well, those guys are best friends who don't want to hurt each other. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> it's definitely not up
1: there with like John
0: Wick style fight. Scenes. Exactly. Yeah, but um, even
1: something like The Raid, right? We have. Oh like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: that's way better. <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, no, I don't really
0: have a lot to... It's not like there's a hidden meaning in this movie. Like, it, it is what it is, and it's just... It's fun, and it's over the top, and it's just... It, it's what I wish movies could be, again, nowadays. You know, just make
1: a cool premise, and just go with it. And, you know, if... I don't think... You know, audiences audiences are different these days. It's not like this movie would have been great today, but kind of just shows that if you can make something entertaining enough and in on a good enough like level, we don't care where this monster came from. It yeah. just is as fun, yeah. right? Like we want to have, and like you and I are bad examples. We just want to have fun when we're watching shit. But like, yeah,
0: I don't want to know the deep meaning behind yeah.
1: what Jack Burton's
0: saying or the the backstory of the monster. Like, yeah, exactly. He was good we we back yeah, in the day, yeah. and then <laughs> Lopan corrupted him. I don't give a shit.
1: Show me something fun. Uh, I do think it's fun how. I saw this, I think it was I read this online, but like Jack is actually the sidekick. So he's our main character, but he's the sidekick of the story. Yeah. Wang is the like the it's his girlfriend who gets stolen, it's his family, it's his area, and it's more like this guy is just here to help Wang out, but then yeah. he ends up he's but he's our main character. So it's kinda like you said, like he's like, I'm actually gonna be a badass right now, but then he's not.
0: Yeah. There's a the one I'll talk about it for my favorite scene, but yeah, I will get into it. it now. Oh I see. But uh there's another scene where like Jack's about to be a badass and like he, he like fucks up, but like, I think his, he didn't take the safety off his gun. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And Wang just kicks the shit out of like ten guys and then like Jack pops out like <laughs> ready to be like, Yeah, I'm a badass and, like everyone's like already like knocked out and Wang just kinda like gives him a like, a little smile. So like I never thought about it, but you're right, like the main character is not really the main character.
1: Yeah, like he's our main character, but he's deciding of the story. Yeah. That's kind of cool, yeah. Um, I don't have a ton more things. I just i I want to comment on that that one first fight scene. Um, it it does kind of like start the action in the sense of like this is what this movie's going to be about when that crazy fight scene breaks out. I was like laughing out loud because I didn't know why I was watching that. Like you know, John Wick. That's kind of a good example of like oh he is do he is killing these people because he has to get to this goal. Yeah. I didn't know why I was watching what I was watching. <laughs> like, it was a good, like, I, I, I wish I actually timed it, but like six, seven, I don't know, it was probably like four minutes, but like, they're just fighting. <laughs> yeah, like, it's man. just, it's just like John Carpenter was like, I've got all these ideas of fight, like fight moves. I want to just show all these moves. And, like, it was until the Storms show up. But then I realized, like, the three Storms show up, and I just have so many more questions. <laughs> yes. Like, Okay, first of all, I didn't know who any of these guys who were beating the shit out of each other were. Yeah. And then you're going to
0: throw three dudes who come down in, like, uh, Raiden hats, but I guess Raiden was based on them.
1: Yeah, one of them. I think it's the like lightning guy yeah. or whatever it is, Yeah.
0: It's like, all of a sudden, there's just these three guys, and, like, they're doing these weird moves, and the one guy can shoot lightning. It's like, what the hell <laughs> yeah. is happening? And there's no backstory until, like, later.
1: Yeah, like, you get it as you go,
0: almost, but... Yeah, Wang's like, oh, these guys are, like, the rivals of these guys, and then all of a sudden, like, they pull up machine guns, and they're like, shooting <laughs> yeah. each other. He's like, oh, it's a Chinese standoff, don't move, and they're yeah. all like... Ahh! Oh, yeah, it's right, each that's other. right. Like, well, this is awesome. I watched it again today... I wanted to be ready for the, the thing and like rewatching it a second time I was like oh yeah like just super into it <laughs> yeah yeah just enjoying myself the whole time like this is what I just crave in movies like it, it made me feel like Mad Max like when we saw Fury Road yeah like that was the first time in a long time where I watched something where I was like entertained yes yeah. this is what I want just pure fun like, on give the this to me the whole yeah. time like if I could watch this in the theaters like back in the day I feel like I would have been like so happy
1: Gone two or three times, mm-hmm. think,
0: yeah, yeah. Tell all um, my friends you got to see Big Trouble in Little China. You know,
1: um, I usually like talking about some shots when we watch one of these movies. I, I like to like, oh, uh, that shot stood out. That shot stood out. Um, so I tried to make a list, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like a movie like this, you know, eighty six kung fu movie with like sorcery. There's, like, like my list was huge, so I tried to, like, keep it to a couple shots that, I like, kind of stood out, but I'll, I'll kind of bring them up right now. Um, there's a shot, I don't remember the third guy's name, it's like, it's, like, like I said, it's, like, the guy who comes in with all the story. It's like Wang's buddy or his cousin or something. Yeah. Uh, uh it I doesn't know who you're talking It doesn't about. matter. It's like it's him, Wang, and and Jack. And they pick up the guns and it's like they switch guns. It's like Jack takes the big gun, Wang takes the medium-sized gun, and then they leave the other guy with like the small gun. And it's not like a really funny moment, like just of, like, hey, give me that, give me that. Like here, you get this, you get the shitty gun. <laughs> um There's a shot of they're all escaping through the water. And it's like uh, Gracie, and, and people are like popping up, yeah. and she's like, I don't know if her friend's name is either. I, I'm sorry, but it's like, where's Becky? And he's like, I don't know. And like she pops up, and he's like, where's Wang? And he's like, I don't know. And Wang one's like, where's Jack? He's like, Jack, I don't know. And like just yeah. like, and then like Jack pops up, and he's like, hey, like he like kisses her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: Would you quit rubbing your body against yeah. me? Hard <laughs> to concentrate.
1: Yeah, uh, that was pretty funny. There's, uh, oh yeah, right near the ending, like kind of like the climax. I think Wang is. <laughs> Fighting in the air, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with, with I think it's uh, one of the storms, rain or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. They just keep flying <laughs> yeah. in the air. Like I don't know so, who's winning either. <laughs> sword fighting and flipping around and shit. Um, and then I believe it's Lopan and Egg, the sorcerer. They have like the magic fight. Yeah, with like
0: <laughs> and like the two like yeah, it's beams like... hit each
1: other. There's like
0: <coughs> oh, <sorry>. actors with <laughs> swords.
1: Me. Yeah. Like representing their powers fighting Correct. each other. Yeah, that, I was watching that, I'm like,
0: that's fucking cool, man. Yeah,
1: like that was more of like a cool way to do a magic fight. And mm-hmm. like see those things like in current movies or like I read a lot of comics, so like comic books kind of show those things, but it was a kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah, you know, so instead of just like
0: stuff. two beams like pushing each other. Yeah, like you get again, to see like, like knights in armor yeah. or whatever
1: it was. Yeah. It was really cool. I agree. And then there was a shot through the doorway as Wang and Thunder are fighting. So, yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you see, yeah, like, yeah. all the action. They just, like, are running, like, back. Almost like a Scooby-Doo style yeah. when they're, like, back and forth in the hallway. But it's, like, they're, like, in, like, a crazy fight scene. Yeah, it's... and, like, the one part, like, Thunder, like, stops, like, <laughs> he just breaks the table and he keeps Yes, like, yes. Why? Yes. Why did you put that
0: in the movie? But it worked.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, my shot lists. like, I, I had to kind of stop writing down shots because this movie is just so full of so many, like, 80s, cheesy, but awesome bad kung fu shots if that makes any sort
0: of sense yeah I'll, t- I'll get into my favorite scene it's not so much a scene it's like the start of a scene it's almost like a bit you would say um it's when all the good guys break back into Lopan's fortress and they're gonna go save the girls type thing and then the two groups of people meet And they like see each other and they're all and they're like, yeah, like about to fight each other. And then Jack Burton's like, yeah. And he like pulls out his machine gun and he like shoots in the air. And then like a brick falls on his head and he just passes out for the start of the fight. Like everyone starts fighting and then he wakes up like halfway through. (laughs) And so he like doesn't really do anything. But then some other guy attacks him and he like stabs him and the body's just laying on him and he's trying to push him off for like the whole fight scene. So like the whole fight scene, Jack doesn't do anything. Like, Wang and everyone else are kicking ass. And he's just either passed out or trying to push a dead person off of him. And, like, that's his, what he brings to the fight. I just thought that was cool that, like, the main character doesn't really do shit. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't do anything. He tries to be, like, a yeehaw cowboy and ends up fucking him over.
1: And it just kind of shows, like, I don't know, like, obviously he's our hero of this movie, so we want him to do well, but then, you know, maybe the hero's not so perfect, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think my favorite scene is that first big kung fu scene just because like the big fight scene I kind of talked about earlier but it sets the tone again like you you have this intro scene with the, the lawyer with the sorcery's real. okay so you know magic is real in this world and then you see Kurt Russell with his truck monologue on the CV and then you meet Wang and you kind of the airport scene with the kidnapping it's kind of weird but you're not really sure what's going on and again not that there's any answers in this no. fucking scene but like they're in the truck, and they're just like, oh, he's like, hey, wait here. It's a, like you said, it's like a funeral. And then he's like, they're walking down the street, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's their enemies. And like you said, they just pull a bunch of guns. And I feel like it's just so out of nowhere that these crazy. And like I said, it's like a four or five minute scene of just random stuntmen doing random ass like, stunt fight moves and then yeah like the intro i thought the intro of the three storms is pretty cool yeah they each kind of do their own little power or whatever and then yeah like i don't know is it was so 80s and so like you know like i've heard of this movie before like when you said hey we should do this movie i just watched it i had never seen it but i've heard it. it's, it's an older movie and we know movies and i've heard of this movie before um and i knew that i would kind of like it because it had these vibes but i didn't really know what what sort of movie I was going to watch until that scene. And it just is so crazy and so ridiculous. And then it just leads into like him meeting lowpan He runs over Lopin with his truck. And then he's just like, that's when they lose the truck. And it just like sets it all up, right? It's like a good, like start to the movie, I guess.
0: Yeah. Last thing, uh, just a couple points I'll have on it. Just a little fun things that I read about it. Um, apparently when this movie was originally being casted, they wanted to either have Clint Eastwood or Jack Nicholson okay. play the role of Jack Burton, which I don't think... Maybe Nicholson, yeah. I think, could have done Eastwood it. Eastwood probably too serious. East, yeah, yeah, I don't think that would have worked. And 2018, they talked about possibly doing a sequel. Um, before 2018, there was talks about uh, Dwayne Johnson taking over as oh, Jack yeah. Burton. <laughs> uh, but Carpenter kind of kiboshed that, and he's like, no, no, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Russell. So... There's talks about it. Kurt Russell's getting pretty old. Yeah. I don't know how. Now or never kind of thing. It would be like him coming back as Snake Plissken again. I think I'd be like, ah, come on. I really did think you were dead (laughs) Snake Plissken. Seriously, die. (laughs) You tall, oh, short bastard, I guess he'd be because they always think he's tall.
1: Right. Anyway, you want to get into rating it? Let's do it. I'm going to give it. Are you ready for yours? I have. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, go for I it. got 7.75 muscle shirts out of 10. Ooh. I gave it a little, I didn't give it too high just because, again, it doesn't age all that well. Um, and, you know, I'm okay with ridiculousness, but a little more context <laughs> would have worked. But I did like <laughs> it quite a bit. I uh, Like I said, I was happy when you chose it and I was 100% into watching it for the. Yeah,
0: it's always fun to watch something new, right? Where you're like, oh, what is this going to be like? And,
1: like, you know, those old. I'm a fan of cult films as it is. I almost like movies. I'm almost like, oh, I want to watch this because it's a cult film kind of yeah. thing. And this was, like I said, as soon as you said I was like, yep, I'm going to do it. Let's watch it.
0: I will give it
1: eight and a half missing trucks out of ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always have, like, such good ones for, like, for what your, I've watched. Yeah, yeah. And then I always forget we have to do another one for the main feature. So uh, I'm always a little lost at that point.
1: For the main feature, I always try to have two in case oh. yours. Like... See, mine's never good. Mine's always shit. I'll give you one of mine next. Time. What, we what can, was <laughs> your other one? Uh, it says secret potions because I did like yeah, yeah. I did like that scene as well. It's actually more like the runner up for my. Yeah, favorite when they're scene. in the elevator, it's like ah, I feel <laughs> good. <laughs> it's feel good. It's yeah, like, yeah they're, they're all like good. just like vibing in the <laughs> elevator. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, again, it was just ridiculous in the '80s, but it worked well.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. well that's it for our main feature. So we will jump right into our underrated actor of the episode. Uh, today's actor is John Michael Higgins. Again, this is one of those people who's in everything. I think, I don't know what the first thing I saw him in was, I,
1: a Christopher Guest movie, maybe? Well, the reason you brought him up, kind of when we talked about it, is those movies. Yeah. And he's, I don't know if he's in everyone, but I know he's in a lot of he's them. He's definitely in a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, a Mighty
0: Wind yeah. is what I know him from. He's also in, um
1: episodes of Community. Yeah, he's in Arrested Development. And Arrested Development is one of the first things I've seen him in, probably. And he's just like a lawyer in it. Um, he's, I think his whole thing is like professional. He's like, I'm very professional. And he's just like, that's like the joke. So he's like, he's like, will you go hide those bushes over there? He's like, what am I? He's like, professional? He's like, I'm going to go do things. <laughs> it's like, that, that. That guy's professional. Uh, he's quite funny. He's got, I think in things I see him in, I guess Arrested Development's a good example, but he's very dry, dry humor kind of thing. Yeah. Um, works quite well for him.
0: I'd say he's probably most famous from Pitch Perfect.
1: Right. I think he plays one of the judges. Honestly, I've only seen say. the first one once, so I've
0: never seen any of them. Um it, I just pretty good. The
1: first one was pretty easy. I, I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not I judging would, it. I would watch number two and three. I just have not gotten around um,
0: to it. Apparently he also does a voice in Halo Two.
1: He does a lot of voices. Which is pretty cool. I looked into it. He's he's lots of voices here and there. Um he's in Legend of Korra, which I am watching right now and He's so ridiculous. He's like kind of a villain, but kind of just like a side comedic character, like comic relief. Um, works really well, though, yeah. I lied. You know what probably the first thing I saw him in? What? Blade Trinity. Oh, he's the lawyer. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. That's probably the first thing I saw See, him in. Oh, and Seinfeld. He's Seinfeld. in Seinfeld as well. But I feel like I watched Blade before Seinfeld, I want to say. Well, you never know. Seinfeld's
0: kind of old. No, but I got in Seinfeld later in life.
1: Uh, he's in Yes Man. I think he's like the guy who kind of like gets Jim Carrey into being a yes man. Um, he's just good. He's in a lot of stuff. Again, it's it's kind of the, the point why we bring these people up. But um, these actors are great. He's in so many things, and you, again, you probably know him because he's in so much. Again, give him a goog, give him a follow, and uh, show him some love. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Alright, let's get into our songs of the episode. You want to go first?
0: Uh, Let me just pull up my paperwork here. Uh, Yeah, my song this week
1: was a song. We're old school. We're still using paper. Paper and (laughs)
0: pens, man. It's classic. And computers, to be honest. We still have DVDs, though. That's right. We are (laughs) old school. We're very far behind.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: My song this week uh, is a song called Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out by Scrapper Blackwell. A song I liter- I've never heard of that yeah, song before. It's a David. Song I literally found today. Um, yeah, it's like a song. I want to say it's like 1930s blues song.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: It would obviously work well in like a Fallout sci-fi type thing. Um, just like juxtaposed in like a super futuristic show. You know how they do that with like super old songs, right? It would just work well. It was just a song I, I heard. I was vibing with it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw this on the episode.
1: Did you say when it was from? Nineteen thirty? Yeah, I, I feel like it has that sort of feel of like from the depression of like yeah.
0: Well it reminds me of um what's that song? From the Fallout Three trailer, I don't wanna set the world on fire by the ink spots. Yeah. Uh, so it's like it has like that kind of vibe, like yeah, just that's like her. the guitar that sounds old and a guy who kinda of singing blues. Uh, it'll be on the playlist, which is officially out on the Twitter, so yeah. I it. Thanks, David. Thank you. Representing um, us on Spotify. Yeah, so check that out. That is my song. Let me know what you think about that, and go
1: ahead. Thank you, sir. Um, my song's kind of a fun one. I uh, way back, A little bit of backstory here. Way back in the day when I first started getting into comic books, uh, this comic book storyline called Annihilation caught my eye. I bought it right away. It has my favorite character, Nova, in it, and that's kind of how I got into him. Um, Annihilation has three books and David and I always talked about oh, we should make a movie of this one day and it was just kind of always on our list. Um, then a Muse album came out or it was already out or I don't know how this worked but then I just found this Muse album and this first song it's called Take a Bow. Um, I just like, I don't know, once I thought about it being <laughs> the, the trailer song for our Annihilation movie I could not get it out of my head and pretty much every time I listen to the song I just can think, like I can't not think about it being the song for the Annihilation trailer, so essentially what I want to do is take Annihilation, make a movie out of it, and use this whole song That's a trailer. as a trailer. That's a trailer right That's there. Trailer. So, um, I feel like I could take uh, like the comic books I own and cut them up and storyboard exactly how I could see this song going to this trailer. Uh, essentially, I, I, the story itself is about, like, space bugs that come into our universe and, like, all the Marvel heroes or all the Marvel characters that are set in space have to like team up together to fight the bad guys. It's just like an epic war comic book set in space. And uh, take a bow by Muse would just fit so perfect for the trailer. That's that's my choice. And like I said, if someone wants me to storyboard it for them and make a bit, vi- I'll do it. Kevin Feige, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we'll make there, it if you're listening. Riley, Riley, will work for you. And it's kind of cool. Like we talked about, who we would cast as certain people, yeah. and like this was so long ago that there's already been new people like cast as like Drax or whoever else, right? But like, if I were to do like a live action, you could have like Peter Quill, like uh, yeah. Chris Pratt show yeah. up as Star Lord or stuff like that, right? Oh, maybe get they'll it. get there one day at Marvel movies, and you can be like, hey, I
0: had that idea. It's on the podcast. It's set in stone. It's mine. You owe me money. That's right. Uh, well, I think that. We'll about do it for episode... What did I say? Six? Yeah, episode six. Big trouble in Little China. It's done. Uh, you can follow us on the social media. Uh, Twitter is up. You can follow us at at
1: LTA, all capital, 7878. And then I do have the Instagram going. Give us a follow. It's Less Than Average Podcast. Uh, check us out. Give us a like and a subscribe and all that stuff on your Apple's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, we appreciate you guys. Again, we'll we'll say it every time and I I don't mind doing it. I just I love you guys listening to this. Thank you so much. We have a great time and yeah. it's nice knowing you guys are out there listening.
0: Yeah, I also put the uh, link to the playlist. Uh it's called Less Than Average Average
1: Mix Volume 1. Average Mix Volume 1. Check you. it out on Spotify. That way you guys can listen to all these songs we're talking about and yeah. have some context of uh of what we're what we're blabbering about here.
0: And again, thank you very much. You all have a wonderful day, evening, or whatever time you're listening to this.
1: Yeah, guys, thanks again. We always appreciate you, and hopefully you're looking forward to more episodes. Next time, on Less Than Average, we're going to get a little tropical. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. (laughs) And uh, with that, I think we're going to say goodbye. Thanks again, everyone. See you later. Adios.